Hey guys, this is Kevin, and this is episode 28 of Ableton Cast with Drum Sample Shop. Guys, I hope everybody is doing well. Thank you for listening again. Before I get started, I just want to quickly tell you about a plugin I've been absolutely loving, which is by Tau Audio. It's a J8. It's a Jupiter 8 emulation, and this thing is amazing. Honestly, I have no idea how they make this sound so good. Look, there's a couple other big companies out there who make a Jupiter 8 plugin, and they're great, but in my opinion, the Tau J8 plugin is the best. Whatever you need, pads, leads, basses, arps, it can do it all. It's amazing. This thing looks great. It sounds great. I even put my face to the screen and it smells great. Guys, check it out. Tau Audio, the J8. It's amazing. Guys, in case you didn't know, Ableton 11 is finally here. So if you don't have it yet, this is a great time to go and pick it up. Yes, vocal comping is here along with a ton of other great features that we've been waiting a long time for. Loving my samples from a drum sample shop. And last but certainly not least, check out Recording Studio Rockstars podcast. It's amazing. Change your life. Thanks as always to Vance Refrigeration and Dunder Mifflin. One, two, three. Clap. Action! Yeah. Okay, guys, that was great. Uh, welcome to Ableton Cast today. I've got two very special people. I've got uh, Johnny and Peyton from Drum Shop Samples. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Drum Sample Shop. There we go. <laughs> hey Okay, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Really, really appreciate your time. Thanks for having us, Kev. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, so for anybody who has been, you know, living in a hole and doesn't know who you guys are i just thought maybe you could start by introducing yourself telling everybody kind of what you do and all that stuff hi uh, my name is johnny bird and i'm a producer mix engineer um and i play guitar for martin smith and many other sort of artists i get to play in a band with kev which is pretty exciting and we got to get to spend lots of hotel rooms together. It's <laughs> <laughs> your band wife, per se. <laughs> He's my band wife, that's right, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's me. I, I got three kids and a wife, live in Brighton, love it here. Uh, yeah, I met Johnny years ago, and he was very, 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 very kind to me, and he, he taught me about so many things about waves plugins and Valhalla shimmer and all all that stuff but the most important thing that Johnny taught me was he showed me Modern Family I'd never seen Modern Family but Kevin oh my goodness. and it uh, it changed my life 
So thank I you, Chuck. That. Yeah, thank you, Chuck. <laughs> it wasn't the plug-in. It wasn't the music, you know, uh, <laughs> teaching. It was Modern Family. <laughs> oh, yeah. That <laughs> changed your life. <laughs> it was Cam. It was Cam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was that episode, yeah, where they put the Lion King music on and, yeah. I love it. I can't turn it off. It's who I am. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, Peyton, why don't you tell us what you've been up to? What's up, guys? It's your boy. It's Peyton Hilliard, the Yankee in the group. Yes, I said it. Classic. No, um, hey, guys, you know, uh, I'm Peyton, and um, I've been playing drums, gosh, since I was like 13 years old, um, professionally for around, you know, 10 years now. I play in a band called Leland. And I play for various artists around town and do like live sessions. Um, wow, not live sessions. We can edit that out. I do uh, remote sessions from my house. Uh, I have a personal, you know, studio, and and that's yeah, basically what I do is just drums and all sorts of fun things. <laughs> cool. So you guys started a company recently, which is this is. One of the main reasons why I wanted to have you on the show is because you've started the drum sample. Well, take the every time I can't I can't say it without saying the in front of it. So every time I say the, just like forget it. But it's, it's drum, like, yeah, it's like the police. It's like you can't just say police. You got to say the police. You know, yes. like the band. So you started the drum sample shop, sort of yeah. <laughs> mid lockdown, right? Yeah, basically how it started is. So I was using Payden for a lot of remote drum recordings for projects that I was producing. And we just had a really good synergy. Like all the tracks we were working on were going really well. Like I was loving all the sounds we were coming up with together. So I literally just sent a text one evening saying, hey, hey, we should do like a sample pack together. Like <laughs> I think that would go well. And that turned into a, a FaceTime where we kind of chatted for a few hours about ah oh, all, all the exciting stuff we could come up with and, and do and it kind of spiraled out of control. <laughs> it really did. It went way too further, way too far than we thought it was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> and it was about you know a month, six weeks later, we put out our first pack. Yep. Uh, and, Called US UK. And that was in November. And uh, we've just released our second one this week, um, which is called King Gong, and it's like all symbols. I mean, we can talk about that a bit more later, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's kind of turned into this not full-time job, but it takes up a lot of time and it a lot takes of up energy. A lot of time. <laughs> um, and something that's really exciting. Um, what's really cool now is seeing like all the projects where people are using the samples and you're seeing yeah seeing music and hearing music like oh that's our snare or that's our kick yeah and it's really like encouraging to know that people are using it they're finding it useful and inspiring and creating music and that was totally our goal oh yeah yeah and i've used your samples personally and I think no, really, yeah. I think they That's sound. Awesome. I think they sound great. And uh, for the listeners out there, you're going to hear them later in this episode. I've got advertisements. 
Um, <laughs> that, I love it. Yeah, and they just, they were like so easy to use. It just fit in the track great. And like, yes, I love it. So, yes, thanks guys. Great work. No problem. Uh, listen for the Ferrari ad in about yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes. Right, so you guys have some packs coming out. So let's start talking about those. I love it. Okay, so um, can you guys just quickly maybe tell me what goes into sort of, you know, doing a sample pack? Because there's probably some listeners out there who are thinking, yeah, I'd love to do a sample pack, but they don't really know where to start. So what yeah. what does somebody need to know who wants to do a sample pack, particularly Oof. drums? Well, we're, make, we're making it up ourselves. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Seriously. We're making, making it up as we go along. We are on the edge of our seats at all times <laughs> <laughs> no i mean honestly like yeah it, it's wild like i think the the idea of just like doing samples you know on your own kind of for like you or your productions or your friends like I lo- that's awesome like that's super you know easy to do i've done that before you know we've done kind of like oh yeah like you just give me a couple snares like all right that's easy you know I think when it comes into getting like the branding and everything of a, a sample company or trying to sell things, it's that's a whole nother ball game, you know. But um, no, for like the initial, you know, just creating the samples is it's kind of just like, well, what do you want to make, you know? Like, what or what sounds do you have that are like you know are really good, and you know you're confident in like this sounds good, you know? And you've got friends, oh yeah, that sounds great. I think that was the, you know, the biggest thing, and that's kind of where it came from. You know, is is Johnny was like, dude, your drums sound amazing. Like, we should do a sample pack. And I was like, really? Like, you know, and it just kind of, and then that sparked the idea. I was like, all right, well, let's go like a hundred thousand ten percent into this. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. And it, it, honestly, like, you know, the first pack, the US UK. I mean, man, I mean, Johnny remembers this. I was texting him constantly. Like, I was filtering through different head options of like and combos i mean gosh we went through so many just to get the right sound you know yeah and yeah it it was just wild because it was like okay like i I would sit down i would change a head sample it send it over what do you think he's like i don't know and then change it come you know come back change the heads sample it again send it over He's like, yeah, that's it, you know. Which is kind like, of a, a that's a process itself, isn't it? Like, I'm I'm not a drummer, but changing a drum head takes a while, right? Oh yeah, yeah, to get definitely. it definitely. And the tuning, yeah. it's, it's another science, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's no walk in the park. I'll just say that much. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, and like, and so that that was the cool thing was, you know, it's like okay after we found the sound it's like because basically the us uk pack the first pack we did was the i guess this is this is where it kind of comes into we just making it up as we go the first pack was definitely like oh the sounds that we we have used ourselves before yeah our bread and butter yeah our bread and butter basically like this is the way i would tune it these are the head options i would use and this is the way that johnny would mix it so that was kind of fairly easy but it was just refining it but literally when it came to sampling things it was like well okay you know let me spend i'd say i spent about an hour on each drum like tuning it 
uh, and refining it and just making it the best I can. Even finding the best spot in like the room of my like personal studio. Just like I was going like crap, I was clapping everywhere. I was like making sure like I would hit it. And then, you know, I have a, a metal like rack that holds on my drums and it started like uh, activating that rack. And like you'd hear like a light ping off in the distance, and I was like, "Oh my yeah. gosh, we can't have that," you know. So I'd literally go over and gaff tape like everything, just like, <laughs> Ugh, like you know, I was, I was like really kind of crazy, but um, you know. And then once it like got all that sorted out, then it got into the, okay, now let's do the velocities because we have each pack basically includes ten velocities of each drum, um, and so that was a whole, you know, ball game. In itself, yeah, uh, which is wild. Um, but could you tell us a bit about what sort of mics you were using and what <laughs> yeah. what what preamps and stuff? Because I think there's a lot of drummers who listen to my show. Yeah, that's great. That's a great question. Um, yeah, the uh, okay, so the preamps that I was working with, um, they're all made by hand. We've got. We've got a guy over here that's wild. His name is Chase Weber, and he he works at Gnome Studio. He owns Gnome Studios with our keys guy David, and uh, he's kind of the fixer and the the maker of everything basically. So every preamp you see in Gnome Studios, if you ever go, like he's built hand built them. Oh, okay. Um, it's wild. So basically, he he helped. He was like, hey man, like. I was, he's basically just loaded up a bunch of carts and sent me the links and said, buy all this and then come over to my house and we'll build it. So I was like, awesome. So we built, um, we have, I have two AML 1073 Pre's. Nice. Um, love those. That's super easy kit to make and build. They're obviously um, like a, a Neve sort of vibe. Yeah, it's I a Neve, it. Neve clone. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, they really have just captured it well for some reason. I don't know what they did, but they they nailed it um it's because they're a british have, company exactly exactly <laughs> i love it. i need it i'm trying to get some 1081s from them i want to get more 1073s but they're out of stock yeah t yeah aml you know british company they're amazing um and then i have uh two cappy vp28 preamps as well uh those are great that's that kind of like api sound you know just big uh, and then two hairball Lolas, but they're like crazy modded, so they're super clean sounding. Yeah. Um, basically, Chase was like emailing him saying he was trying to fit, I forgot what it's called, I think it's a transformer. He was trying to fit it on there, but the PCV card doesn't actually accept it. Um, so we had to jerry rig it. So we basically figure out a way like we just basically like zip tied it on there and then like taped it a bunch so it would stay <laughs> oh wow and it it works amazing like literally the guy from hairball was like let me know if that works because then we're gonna try to build some pcb cards for it basically yeah kind of wild um so yeah i went into all that and then um the mics we used uh i'd say johnny's favorite was the chandler uh u47 yeah Bet that that thing's the best yeah. that was like kind of off to the side or like you know as far from the snare drums it was kind of like a little bit further away and just captured that beef um and then gosh i don't even johnny you remember what mics we all use i think 
we, I, I tended to pick the mics that I would pick if we were making a record. So a lot, yeah. a lot of bread and butter stuff. Like uh, we used like a vintage five forty-five. It's, in, yeah, it's like a fifth, it's like a fifty-seven, but slightly nicer on the top end, I think. Yeah, slightly smoother, and it doesn't have quite as much bottom end. But you know, I just put that in with EQ or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else was there? Oh, there was a um, the uh, vintage Bear Dynamic uh, M81s. Yes, they're basically like a mini uh, Sennheiser 421, in a way. Yeah, those sounded great. I love those. I think they're killer on snare and tom. I use them on toms a lot. Um, and then we had a, I think an EV DS35, just kind of an old boy. It's kind of my trash mic. I don't know if you really use that one. But I basically just set up a ton of mics and then yeah. sent them all to Johnny. <laughs> yeah. So, so Payton's in Nashville and then he literally sends everything via Dropbox over to me in Brighton in the UK. <laughs> uh, about yeah. <laughs> when he goes to sleep, I wake up. So he'll, it works really well because you'll, you'll spend the whole day working on stuff and I wake up, spend the whole day working on stuff. Then I go to bed and it's like repeat. Yeah, uh, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, so yeah, Payton just sent me a lot of options. Uh, I can't even really remember. Yeah, what I so used many. on on each particular thing. It's just like, oh, what's going to be best for this situation at this time? So I have the UK US pack. Yes, um, it sounds great. I just wondered if you could just. Um, talk through what are kind of like some of the differences between like the UK sounds and the US sounds yeah that's you Johnny I can take this one um, so the UK ones we thought the UK is obviously the smaller country so we could make those sounds <laughs> be like the tighter kind of less ambient so they were really sort of punchy in your face um, kind of tones and then the US ones, we obviously want to sound those those to sound a lot bigger. So it's like a higher blend of the room mics, extra room mics, I think, on those ones, like the far rooms. And then I'm adding like my sort of blend of reverbs to make it sound yeah. epic. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then we've got another version, which is called the Peace Treaty. We thought we'd been clever with the US UK <laughs> thing so the peace treaty versions are uh, just the room mics and the reverbs so those samples work really well um, like if you want to sort of instead of adding a reverb plugin you could add the peace treaty versions of the samples and it's like a really natural way to add like the room mic or the ambience or a bit of yeah. space to your sounds no matter what DAW you use drum samples are always really helpful but particular i think you know ableton users are i think kind of especially known for loving jonesing for drum samples it's like yes, we just yeah. we need more if you're an ableton <laughs> user you've just got like an insatiable appetite for drum samples oh, yeah. yeah definitely <laughs> and we we made sure that there was a ableton preset um and i think you can use like macros to 
change between the different options that I was explaining about. Oh, that sounds great. I wondered if you guys could tell us what your experience has been like using Ableton. I don't I don't usually use it a ton. Not going to be, you know, lying here. Um, but when I do, like, it's always usually for tracks live. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll go out without our keys player and it'll just be me on drums. And so basically I just automatically, you know, take the role of tracks guy. Classic. Uh, you know, keys, keys and, like, tracks just go so well together. I don't know why. Yeah, why they, is that? they do. We, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a keys player as johnny said and yeah it's kind of the easiest thing to replace and put just on tracks it does yeah. work well for most of it i guess sometimes um some of the transitions you kind of miss it but once the song is going yeah it just it works it works really well i've also it's amazing i've actually heard bass work quite well on track i heard a band keen which you guys have probably yeah heard of but I, I saw them when they first started like in 2002 or three and yeah i was just like wow this sounds so good and the bass was just like so perfect and controlled on every song it's like wow this sounds yeah. great and, and the great thing is nobody's gonna notice if the bass player isn't there uh, exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got no yeah um but like when I was running tracks, um, you know, we flow a lot in our sets, so we kind of have to have that, like, pads just going, you know. And so basically what I would do is just kind of, like, I'd bring out my little, like, MIDI uh, drum pad thing and just assign all the, you know, play, stop, go back and forth and have it just really close to me. Um, and kind of just... Uh, and then also I would kind of just put pads underneath each song and yeah. assign that pad uh, to a fader on the actual drum pad so I could bring it up. Like, I would literally just drag it out for like a million years. So it could like, in beforehand even. Um, so I could like, you know, just keep looping it or just play through the whole thing. And then um, basically just when I hit back to the start of the song, I just fade out the pad and then the tracks come in, you know. Yeah. It, was, it was a weird, quirky setup, but it like it worked for me. Just kind of like, oh, here's some pads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, when you were using Ableton with with Leland, are you using it in session view or arrangement view? Uh, session view for sure. Yeah, yeah. Just to be able to see everything and like kind of know where we're at, you know. Yeah, it's but. it's much easier. I find it easier as well. Yeah. Cool, Johnny. I know you've had um, you've had quite a long relationship with Ableton as well. Yeah, um, yeah, probably getting on for ten years. I've been using it, but yeah, very similar. I kind of mainly use it for live, <laughs> Ableton Classic. Live, um, running tracks, and anytime I'm playing keys at church or any sort of gigs, I'm using Ableton to to run all that. Just so CPU efficient and really like as a, as a guitarist you're sort of so used to having like pedals and just being able to manipulate your kind of tone at any point and Ableton is just set up perfectly for that you can just turn your sound into anything and 
rather than sort of having one patch per song it's like i've got a few patches which i can turn them into anything i need using filters or verb or crystal delays or do you know what i mean you can just manipulate it and make it whatever you need um and it's just just such a joy to use because you're not i find with other softwares you're just worried all the time is it going to break <laughs> the yeah, whole gig mm-hmm. with ableton yeah, you just know it's like a it's like a good friend that's been there mm. old faithful yeah just keeping you going so question for Peyton. I, I wondered, have you ever had it go wrong? You know, when you're doing the tour with Leland where you didn't have the keys player, uh, were there any moments that it cut out on you or was it rock uh, solid the whole time? It was pretty much rock solid. If anything, it was user error. Um, one time there was a dead moment and like, you know, uh, our guitarist looked over at us. He's like, bro, like drop in a pad. This is before I had the pads going. So like, oh yeah, I got it. And I just went into my finder and I was like, what what's your like what key are we at? He's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, sweet. So I was just like, cool, I'm just gonna drag this in real quick. And it totally made that when you like when you drop <laughs> <laughs> so, so literally, yeah, just that. I was like, oh man. And you've just I, it's, killed it, the it, moment. <laughs> it still didn't even work. And I was like, dang it. So I was like, I'm gonna try it again. And I did it again. And it literally made went, that and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, nah, dude. Honestly, that's the beauty of it. And and you gotta know, like my my laptop, I'm rocking a 2012 MacBook Pro. Oh like, uh, yeah, so old school. Yeah, a little bit senior. Oh yeah, it's got the FireWire still in it. Like if we need any FireWire things. That's, there I'm you go. Same, same as what I've got. Johnny's holding up one right now. I'm seeing it on the camera. That's amazing. Um. But man, like it was just rock solid. Like, you know, like Johnny said, CPU efficient. It's just like, cool. Like this is working like a charm, you know? And uh, no major issues, everything queued up perfectly. And just like, it was so easy. Once it just took like a while to get it all mapped out. You yeah, know? yeah, that's and then kind once of the hardest. But yeah, but once it's done, it's like, boom, this is drag and drop, baby. Let's go all day. You yeah, know? yeah. And uh, and I, I never, I've never even like dove into it really deep where you're like syncopating like all your, like, you know, your drum pad, like your SPDSX with like, you know, changing uh, patches on that yeah. while the, like, but I just, I can only imagine how amazing that is, you know? Yeah. Well, all you need to do is listen to this podcast and you can find out how to do it. There you go. <laughs> there you can learn everything you need yeah. to know about it. <laughs> yes. It. Yeah. I will say, if you are ever interested in learning more about it, you don't have to listen to the episode I did with him, but um, Adam Marcello, he plays for Katy Perry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's he's a real master at that, where he has, um, you know, like the, the chain selector, you know, just constantly changing, you know, sort of like three or four times throughout like one song. That's um, amazing. So just changing out all, all the samples, which is really, really cool. Wow. I love that. All right, guys, I wanted to ask you about um, one of your latest packs, the King Gong. First of all, (laughs) great name, love it, gotta have it, (laughs) I need it in my life, but can you tell us a bit more about it and sort of what went into it? Yeah, man, it was a beast, I mean, pun intended, you know, Um, it, wow, King Gong took, what, three months? Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot yeah. of work. Three long months. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. I told Johnny when I got done with the majority of the symbols, I was like, you're going to hate your life. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I said, yeah. I hit send. <laughs> you're never going to want to hear a symbol ever again in your life. Yeah, after doing a pack of symbols. <laughs> so I guess how it came about, we were we were just about to release our first pack. Yeah. And we were just chatting about drum samples and, and producing and, you know, we were starting this company and I remember you saying to me, Payton, like all your mates were saying, what what we need is cymbals. Mm -hmm. Like everyone, yeah. every Tom, Dick and Harry's got a drum sample pack out of kicks, yep. kicks and snares and stuff. But the thing that's really missing, the gap in the market is really nice, usable sounding cymbals. Mm -hmm. And as soon as, as soon as you said that, it was like a light bulb. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that's exactly what we need to do. And the the biggest problem I've had when I'm using cymbal samples in the past is you sort of programming hi hats or crashes or rides, and it just starts to sound really robotic because you've got the same sample over and over again, and it just is a dead giveaway that it's you know being programmed so yeah i thought okay what if we recorded loops of payden actually playing the hi-hats and the rides mm -hmm. at all these different tempos all these different grooves so you could literally just drag and drop those loops in a yeah. it saves you loads of time trying to program the hi-hat to make it sound realistic yeah, but yeah. also it just sounds more it's got that human feel um, it's got that yeah and it's actually I always find the cymbal samples just way too bright and harsh so I really wanted to make we, we wanted to make it that it would the cymbals would work really well with the first pack so you could you could mix and match between them and they would just it would feel like one drum kit yeah um, yeah and also just stuff that's going to sit in your mix and not jump out and just like enhance what's already there yeah yeah no i think that was the biggest thing you know is there there are some like packs out there that you know have drum loops in them and have cymbals attached to them as well but i think we just wanted to hold off and just like have them completely separated so it's like any producer that approaches it can just manipulate and do whatever he wants you know with these cymbals with these drums and all that because you hate to get it, you know, drop a loop in and having to cut out a bunch of stuff or to work around something, you know. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, if you're looking for symbols, I mean, we got eight gigs of them, so. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> I mean, we, uh, I was talking, I did another little like interview on Instagram Live today and the guy, he literally like, he said he saw the video, he had to restart it. He's like, no, nah, that's that's not, that's a typo. That's wrong. I'm like, nope, it's 8.35 gigabytes of symbols. <laughs> wow. Literally, sort of, every, yeah. we tried to cover every dimension. So you've got everything from <laughs> small, tiny little hi-hats all the way to big, big things that shouldn't be hi-hats. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got, we legit, like, stacks and... Yeah, we legit like made. I legit made symbols for this pack. Actually, we uh, we actually had some. Uh, we, it's called the monster hat. It's just kind of like a combination of like old 
you know, cracked rides that I had and I just cut them down to, I think 17 inches each and then just hammered the crap out of them. And man, they sound wild. They sound like a monster, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that, oh man, that sounds my cool. favorite hats. That's his favorite hat. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, like, what? I mean, it's got, oh gosh, uh, six crashes, uh, five hats, right? Am I uh, right? No, I forgot. Uh, five, five crashes, six hats, five six crashes. rides, five effects, like stacks. Um, I, how did you make the stacks? Uh, yeah, that, it was just kind of like, Finding all the symbols and kind of just putting them on, on top of each other and just sitting them. And if it sounded stacking good, then it was like, there you go. Literally like old school stacking. No, yeah. So like I, it was it was weird. I was like pairing like different hi hats with like different crashes and then maybe even on a ride, like just to get that tone. And it was wild. It was a wild time. And then basically we came up with the name. So it's called King Gong. And we kind of finished the pack. And we decided it would be criminal to release a pack called King Gong <laughs> and not have a gong in it. So yeah. we, we literally like scoured the internet trying to find somewhere to hire a gong. Do you want to say about oh th- that story? Oh my gosh. that People do not own gongs anymore. I'll just tell you that much. <laughs> Funnily Good enough. Lord. So the crazy thing is I my buddy... Um, his name's Josh. He actually does monitors for Journey. Has for years. Before that, Lionel Richie. So I was like, if anybody knows that it has a gong in this town, it's definitely going to be Josh. <laughs> yeah. Like, Journey Journey has to have a gong. And he, I literally texted him, like, bro, you got a gong? He's like, bro, we just got rid of it. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, it's and gong. So, yeah, no, got him. Like classic, but uh, so he was like, Well, you know, if you just go around, like, he sent me to a website and we found a a rental company, and then I just called them. And this poor guy just answered, and he was like, Hey, listen, I don't have my you know, drum manager, um, like the manager of all the stuff anymore because of you know, layoffs and stuff like that. He said, I think we have some. If you come down here, we can try to find it. And I was like, (laughs) I'm I'm coming. I'm I'm gonna be there tomorrow. And uh, we show up, and he's like, "All right, here we go." And literally, it, they, we were up in the rafters of this building, looking for a freaking gong. I'm imagining uh, like the Indiana Jones, you know, like that big warehouse where they keep all the oh yeah, the artifacts. It literally was that. No, it literally is that. It, I mean, it, it, y'all know it's SIR, SIR Nashville. It's like one of the most well-known, like you know, rental company. Uh, he didn't I would, have a. That was what I was wondering if it's SIR. Uh, yeah, it was SIR. And uh, he like he doesn't have a manager anymore, so it was like all oh, in disarray and everything was just placed ever. And we just went up in this, and he was like, "I think it's over here." And I was like, "All right." We went over there and like found it. They were like, "Yeah, that's it." And you know, we had to find a stand for it, and I loaded up my car. It was great. It was a great time. Oh. He's a good friend now. His name's Andy, and we we hit it off really well. <laughs> oh. Wicked. So, Johnny, have you ever been to SIR, Johnny? I've never been to Nashville. This is oh. what's crazy about the so whole thing. I, we've started a company together. We've only met w- once. And only <laughs> I, once. I've never been to Nashville. But y- you have been to Brighton, luckily. Yeah, I have been there. I love it. I love it. But I'm desperate to get to Nashville. Desperate to get there. When I was younger, I did this. Oh, it was such a stupid thing, but 
uh, Peyton, you can probably imagine the rooms aren't that big. We were we yeah. di- we did a showcase uh, yeah. for Sparrow, and oh, um, classic. Anyways, I was I was bass player at the at the time, and Johnny like a four by ten cabinet would have been perfectly fine for it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I I asked for two eight by ten cabinets. Oh my no, gosh. you did not. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't believe it. And of course, you know when you're in that phase of like where the label is paying for everything, they're like, yeah, okay, sure, no, no, yeah. no problem. But I just look back at it now and just shake my head and think, oh, oh. what a complete waste of no space. wonder you have. Back problems, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! I no, I need this. I need this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. But um, I love that. Anyways, I'm really happy that you found the gong. That's the most important uh, thing. It it sounds incredible, and uh, but I'll just say that tracking a gong is very freaking weird. So I like I was like I texted Johnny. I was like, how do I do this? Yeah, how how do you mic it? It was so it was so weird, but I just kind of like just put a bunch of mics around it. I was like, I guess this sounds good. <laughs> and you sent it to me. I was like, this is the most surreal moment. <laughs> just, yeah. I was like, I just turned it up super loud. And I just listened to the hit and felt like I had been cleansed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it now just worked. you have, to, you have to hit that with some sort of mallet, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it was actually, uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, $15 extra for the mallet, too. Mallets are not included in uh, in gong rentals, everyone, just let you know. <laughs> but he gave me the invoice, I was like, it's a stick. Like, what? <laughs> so I was this, like, cool. This mallet better be 3,000 years from Tibet. I know, seriously. <laughs> but uh, I was like, okay, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just a mallet. Um, there's some, like, you kind of, you kind of, it's like, it's like an old car. You kind of gotta warm it up a little bit before yeah. you just like go in there, you know, because it, it'll die on you. But uh, so like a lot of the hits, you gotta kind of have to like build it up a little bit and then smack it. Sure. Um, yeah. It's very interesting process. I, I, kudos to people who do it on films and stuff to get right tones, you know. But man, yeah. So yeah, basically you just smack it or you just kind of build it up a little bit. But other than that, that's. That's a gong. That's what you do. <laughs> oh, wicked. So can you guys tell me what is coming next, if you're allowed to say? Ooh. Um, if you're not allowed to say, that's fine, but uh, maybe well, you can just uh, play with our imagination and give us some suggestions on what might be coming next. Well, I'll just say we we have a back pocket pack already. We've 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 done two big packs, and we're thinking next maybe a couple of things something a little bit more smaller specific that's all yeah. i'll say yeah i'd say that um and as for like the future of things there might be a couple guest features yeah i don't know so cool you have to stick around and see watch this space Okay, guys, um, last thing I always like to ask everyone is I'd just like to give everyone a chance to sort of plug socials, let people know where they can find you online. Uh, I mean, my personal Instagram is birdjohnny, uh, B-I-R-D-J-O-N-N-Y. And (laughs) my phone number (laughs) is... uh, 
call me any time. Um, call me any time. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, you can find our samples at drumsampleshop.com and uh, our Instagram is just drumsampleshop. And uh, send us a message if you uh, listened in and enjoyed some of this. We'd love to chat with you. Drum Sample Shop Instagram is Drum Sample Shop, not Drum Sample Shop. We had a, uh, a fake account trying to uh, hack our giveaway, so just be weary of that. Um, classic. And as for me, um, it's just Peyton Hilliard. Uh, yeah, just at Peyton Hilliard. Um, I'm really just on Instagram, not really on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. But um, yeah, just that's my personal account. Um, love to you know please if you ever you know download the packs or get the pack or have any questions you know like please reach out to us at drum sample shop or our personal accounts um also if you want kind of more like uh you know examples of what the samples sound like on you know different kits be sure to go to youtube um we just did a video with uh worshiponline.com and uh, there's a video just basically explaining like how you know these samples blend with a live kit and you know how to basically load them into a spdsx and how to route them and kind of just change your sound live which i know a lot of you know guys like adam marcel i'm sure he runs triggers live and i know uh even i think you had joe joe on here joe clegg yeah yeah joe's a real yeah. master Oh, he's a master at it all. Um, I'm not sure if he does triggers live or not. But anyways, if you want like kind of more, you know, in depth about how they sound with, you know, real drums or all different kind of kits. Uh, yeah, go to that. Just worship online and the videos there. You'll see me. You'll see my my dumb face on that uh, thumbnail. So <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Well, guys, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you making it all happen working we're working with a couple different time zones and yeah kids and all that all that good stuff so thank you guys very much thanks thank Kev. you so much legend Ooh.